Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Big D here with you. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining in uh, this week. And for all of those of you who came in last week, we had a great show. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we've been hearing from lots of people all over the world, in fact, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. Nice. We, got a, we got a great show this week, though. Wiley Gustafson from Wiley and the Wild West. And if you're scratching your head going, what, who? Let me tell you. Right, Double D? Yes, I have heard him. Everybody's heard this guy. Right. When we, when we explain how you heard him, you're just going to go, no way. Now you just have to go to the next level and hear him in another capacity. That's for right. Sure. Uh, we also have the band, the Warner House Cat. They're local guys uh, going to uh, UPS. Super and, uh, talented guys. Very talented. Great okay. band. We caught up with them. And then to class this joint up. I mean, we had we went with the best. The best. We started at the top. Our first female guest in studio. In studio, Heather Ruiz, voice like an angel, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful singer, and uh, we caught up with her as well. So that's right, folks. You should see this place. We have new carpet in the uh, man cave. You could eat off it right now. <laughs> in fact, we uh, almost had to drink off of it. <laughs> you, you could eat off the old one because there was food on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you've heard him. Let's introduce him, uh, Big Joe. How's it going, Big Joe? Hey, it's going great, Big D. Uh, as always, greetings and salutations from the fabulous spruced up man cave in the city of Destiny, Tacoma, Washington. Yes, and we want to thank Wonder Boy and, uh, of course, Double D. Double D, how are you? Doing great. Just uh, enjoying this uh, drizzly dreary day of Washington. Yeah, didn't, <laughs> didn't your daughter Ashley come and help out with this a little bit? Yes, uh, she Help yeah, lay so the a lot of work. Oh, we had the female touch. Yeah, involved. I had to bring her nice. in to tell me how to organize. And so stuff. she told me how to do it. So anyway, cool. and of course, well, yeah, squeeze, man. We got to thank squeeze, but yeah. I, we weren't talking, squeeze didn't help with the carpet. He's, we hadn't got there yet. Oh, I know why. Well, squeeze is back there, and of course, we couldn't do it without squeeze. Nah. He's the man. He's, he's the, he's uh, the he's fifth beetle, king of the hour, and then a Wonder Boy, of course, back doing all the electronics. And we appreciate him. Wonder Boy's all blurry eyed and uh, out of his head because he was up all night the uh, night before. He's and jacked up a monster. He is completely jacked up. So <laughs> anyway, let's move right into uh, this week's show. This guy, the, our first guest, man, he uh, grew up in Montana and then spent some time in L.A. and lived in Eastern Washington for yes. quite a while before moving back out as, to Montana. As Al Roker would say in our neck of the woods. He is a country western singer, yodeler, uh, extraordinaire, 13 albums. And been, he's, I'm sorry. Been on the uh, Grand Old Opry over 50 times. Been on the Conan O'Brien show. Uh, he has several live albums. One of them was recorded right here at the Tractor Tavern right. in uh, Seattle. And what were you going to say? I was going to say, and he's a real cowboy. He owns a ranch, cattle ranch, and he also trains horses. But you've all heard him. Mm -hmm. This guy... He is going down as one of the pop icon, pop culture icons of our time, because anytime you pull up your computer or if you have a instant messenger by a certain uh, service, you're going to hear him, and this is him. Yahoo! <laughs> Killer. <laughs> so the Yahoo guy himself, 
Wiley Gustafson from Wiley in the Wild West. All right, and on the program today, we have with us Wiley Gustafson. He is from Wiley in the Wild West. Wiley, thanks for joining us. How are you? Hello, Dio. Doing great here in, in northern Montana. It's about, uh, I guess, 20 degrees outside, so wow. we're a little chilly, but not too bad. You have snow on the ground? Yep, we do. We have about six inches of snow. Got it last night, and it's mostly drifted now. So. Oh, wow. Well, it's rainy, as usual, here in the uh, lovely Pacific Northwest. And uh, But, Wiley, we, uh, we, we're so pleased to have you on the program. You have had a, a just quite an amazing career. And let's go back to the beginning and uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, I understand you grew up in Montana. How many uh, siblings did you have, and what was mom and dad like, and, and where were you growing up? Well, I grew up in a very musical family in Conrad, Montana, which is about an hour north of Great Falls, and that's where I'm living now. I just moved back here in August after a... Uh, absence of 30 years, but um, I'm back home, and, and I came from a musical family. My my uh, mom loved to sing and uh, take me to church, and, and so I sang at church a lot. And then Dad, he uh, he loved to sing cowboy songs and old folk songs, and so he uh, usually the deal was uh, after Lawrence after we watched Lawrence Welk on the weekends, <laughs> he'd turn off the TV and whip out his guitar and. Uh, and me with my four other siblings would, would listen to my dad sing songs, and we'd sing along with them. So uh, I had uh, I brothers that, that play and sing guitar, and, and uh, when I was about 14, my, my brother that was three years older than me needed a, a cheap uh, but willing bass player, and that was me. So, uh, so that's, that's what got me into the music business was my brother in a rock and roll band, and uh, I, was the, I was the bass player. And so from there, now this is all going on in, in uh, Montana, and I assume yep. then you went, did you go through high school in Montana? Yep, yep, graduated from Conrad, and then went to a couple years of college at the University of Montana, which uh, in the, let me see, it'd be 1980, 1981, it was, it was a very... Uh, uh, musical town. There was like three booking agencies that that were in business there. So if you were going to be in a band, uh, you would go to Missoula, and that's kind of where we'd base out of. And I went to college there for a couple of years, and then eventually ended up quitting college and going full time on the road with a rock and roll band. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And uh, I, this I find. Uh, fascinating because I believe I was down there right during this time. You moved to Los Angeles, and uh, it sounds like you cut your teeth a bit at the uh, Palomino Club. Yeah, yeah, that was the only place in uh, in the L.A. area where they actually had a uh, one night uh, that was uh, that you could bring your original country music and, and play it so it was uh it was for bands that that were playing country music and uh if you were a songwriter they, they loved that they loved to hear original music so that's kind of where rosie flores uh, boy uh there was there Dwight was a Yoakum. lot of great bands going on there at the time the orange county rockabilly scene uh mm -hmm. Dwight Yoakum, Rosie yes. flores dave alvin the blasters um <laughs> just a real vibrant music scene that relied heavily on roots american roots music so that that kind of got me turned on to a lot of the the american roots music of the day yeah because i was uh, going actually going to college down there during uh, it was like 83 84 85 yeah. and we hung out at the palomino club a lot 
And I saw Dwight Yoakam and Dave Alvin and all those people you mentioned. And I, you know what? I probably saw you, and I just don't remember it. Yeah. You know, there was it on Tuesday nights, they had a show called Ronnie Max Barn Dance. Yes. And that's where, uh, that's where I formed the band, and that's where we started playing and uh, getting a little notoriety down there in Southern California. Perfect. Have you guys uh, in the band been with you since that time? Is it the yeah, same lineup? Yeah, Ray Doyle has been with me since the Palomino days. So he's been with me for over 20 years now. Wow. He's my guitar player, does harmony vocals, and uh, yeah, still still hanging out with me. It's been great. <laughs> you know, I read the, the bios of the guys in your uh, band, and uh, I was looking at Ray specifically, and it said he's from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, born and raised in Dublin, and then moved to his family moved to Canada, and then eventually Los Angeles. So I assume so he, he doesn't he play grew on up in L.A. Uh, you know, and, and was listening to the Beatles and the Rolling Stones in in the '60s. So I assume he doesn't play on St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, <laughs> he loves St. Patrick's. Day. So do we. We're big St. Patty's Day fans. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Wiley, from uh, Los Angeles, where you uh, basically uh, formed your band then, and um, of all places that you would uh, jet out to, you went to eastern Washington. Yeah, you know, at the time, we, we ended up getting getting a record deal down in, in uh, Los Angeles with an uh, independent label, and actually we, we were traveling to Nashville quite often. We had success with... At the time, country music television was playing independent music vis- uh, videos, and, and they were actually a pretty cool station back in the early 90s. And we were, uh, what I did was I took a, a three-man film crew up to northern Montana, where, where I was born and raised, and where you can point a camera in any direction and get a good shot. And we did some outdoor music videos. Um, and I sent the video that we did up in northern Montana to country music television, uh, television didn't even have an album to back it up or a single or anything like <laughs> wow. that. I just sent them this. This uh, basically it was a demo, uh, uh, and uh, uh, we sent it to them with a with a, a nice video. You know, it was shot on film and everything, and they started playing it, and it became one of the highly requested videos on CMT. And there we were with a video that was in heavy rotation, but no album to back it up. So did you guys rush into the studio then? Absolutely, yeah. And then, <laughs> Smart course, man. Jumped on board and uh, got a uh, uh, small independent record label interested. And um, so we recorded an album. And then I think we had probably four songs from that album as videos that were played on CMT. That's what's they they loved our, our music and our videos, and they just played the heck out of us. Well, and who doesn't? We love your music, too. Well, thanks. Here we are. Was it 13 albums later now? Yeah, I think uh, probably 14 albums. 14 later, albums, a couple of uh, videos, and uh, one one of the videos is live at the Tractor Tavern in Seattle, which is a favorite haunt of ours. Well, yeah, you know, it's, there's something magical about the Tractor Tavern, and I'm not just saying that. It's a, I think what I like about Seattle is it's, it's uh, they, they really don't care what kind of music you play in Seattle, just as long as it's good music. You don't have to fit into this neat, nice little category in Seattle. They, people just seem to be open-minded, uh, and they actually seem to like roots music, you know, and, and I know a lot of the bands that play the tractor uh, come from the same scene that we do, you know, and it's great. It's just a great crowd to play to in Seattle. 
Yeah, Wiley, I was looking through your discography and uh, and uh, looking at the titles of the songs, and uh, I noticed a couple that were pretty interesting to me because uh, probably like a lot of kids in the uh, the '60s, I was in the back seat, and that was when your dad was controlling the radio stations, and he yep. listened to a, a country station up here, KAYO. I think it was one that uh, was owned by Buck Owens uh, eventually. It was, uh-huh. and uh, I saw that uh, you do cattle call. Yep. And uh, that's a great one that uh, brought back some memories because I think my dad, he, he really enjoyed that. But the other one I had to ask you about is uh, you've got one on uh, one of your discs. I'm, I'm blanking on which one it is now, but uh, the title of it is All Hat, No Cattle. <laughs> and uh, my grandpa was from Texas, and uh, when I was with him, every once in a while, in a nice way, he'd look at somebody, and then he'd kind of wink at me, and that's that's the phrase he'd always use. He'd say, "No hat," or excuse me, "All hat, no cattle." Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you know, I wrote that down in L.A., and there was plenty of that going on down there. You know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of pretentiousness. Yeah, I had to had to poke fun at the. Uh, you know those guys wearing the wearing the all dressed up like a cowboy that uh, lived in in down in Hollywood. You know, but uh, it was it was just a tongue in cheek song, and actually uh, people would get, still get requests for that song all the time. Yeah, that that's a great one. Yeah, uh, down in L.A. during that time, that was actually, because uh, I'm from Houston, and that was uh, sort of the waning moments of the urban cowboy there movement. You get right, right. <laughs> so you had a lot of guys walking around pretending to be cowboys that had no clue. Yeah. You know, that, something about L.A., it, uh, it, it, uh, you know, the, the Palomino Club, it, it was a place that just had any... Uh, Nashville artist or, you know, capital artist from Southern California that was touring at the time, they would hit the Palomino Club. So it has this, uh, you know, it was kind of like the Grand Ole Opry of the West Coast. If anybody was anybody yes. played there, and it was um, uh, a very historical place, and we always loved to play on that stage there just because of the people who'd, who'd uh, been on that stage before us. It was really the who's who of country artists, especially uh, in its heyday of the, you know, 1960s and, and some of the early 70s uh when country music was had some great artists it was uh, it was playing them all so now wiley um let's talk about your professional career uh and once you got it going and really rolling you have attracted some of the biggest names in country music and in recording it's amazing you go through here duet with merle haggard worked with ray benson from asleep at the wheel uh johnny cash's son award-winning producer john r cash on the Grand Old Opry over 50 times, been on Conan, and I mean, you've been all over the world. Can you give us a couple of moments, like wow moments, where you just almost had to pinch yourself? Yeah, probably the first time that we were on the Grand Ole Opry stage, you know, it was it was one of those magical moments for me. Um, I, I had never thought when I was growing up in Montana that I'd be performing on the stage at the Grand Ole Opry, you know, and uh, it, was, it was a pretty big deal. And uh, Conan O'Brien was was a, a great time because Conan was such a, a nice guy off camera. He really was and, and uh, made it a, a real fun experience. And he actually, as a musician, got his guitar out and sang and yodeled with me. And that was <laughs> a cool that. time. <laughs> yeah, I saw then, that. <laughs> uh, when we did, uh, um, let me see, Prairie Home Companion with Garrison Keeler, that was a lot of fun, oh, too. I bet. And, and that audience seemed to really get into our music and understand it. So. And the latest CD is called uh, titled Unwired, correct? Un- yes, it's, and it's basically uh, another li- our second live CD, and we we put a lot of acoustical numbers on there. So um, 
you know, we, the, there's a lot of unplugged type stuff on there, but uh, not all of it. it. It definitely rocks and rolls a little bit, and we recorded that that album down in Colorado Springs, Colorado, in I think July when we were down there. And so uh, we have a record company out of Colorado Springs called Western Jubilee, and uh, they they released that uh, just before Christmas. So that's our latest CD. And right now I've been writing uh, writing songs and have enough uh, have enough songs written to record another CD and we're thinking about going back to Ray Benson's studio down in Austin, Texas. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's Asleep at the Wheel, Ray Benson. It doesn't get much better than that when it comes to Western Swing. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's He's uh, recorded. He's got a great little studio down there. He's recorded lots of great music down there. And as far as somebody who's like not the Nashville scene, um, that has a good studio and kind of still in the business and, and still in touch with people, I think Ray Benson's one of those guys that uh, it's going to be a lot of fun recording down there. And we we recorded our our second album back in 1995 with him. He's a he's a great producer. Uh, kind of just lets us roll in the studio and uh, doesn't try to have his fingers on everything, but he, he does uh, bring a lot to the party. He's got great musicians uh, around that studio. A lot of them are from his band. And uh, so it'll be exciting to be down there again. Wiley, I, I've got to go the other direction for a second and ask you a question about um, your other passion, which is your uh, ranch and uh, um, raising and training horses. It says that you uh, um, raise uh, cow horses and uh, cutting horses, and I'm kind of a novice on that. I thought I knew what cutting horses were, uh, but can you tell us a little bit about that part of your life? You bet. You know, and that, to me, the the ranch part of my life and the horse part of my life is uh, is a big influence on my music. And if you listen to the music, you'll hear a lot of songs that are about horses and about this this Western lifestyle. That uh, to me, I just I just love it. You know, I, I grew up in it, and it's a big part of me. And uh, so I've got to write about it, and uh, I love to write about it. It's a very to me a, a a very unique lifestyle, and there's a lot of cool things about it. Um, and uh, the cutting horses, it's actually, uh, the cutting horses were always like the Cadillac horse of the ranch that if you needed to go cut out a stray cow or a sick cow, um, cows are herd animals and they like to stay bunched up if you needed a, and you needed a good horse to get one peeled out of the herd, so you would hop on your cutting horse. Well, in the last, uh, 50 years or so, they've made a sport out of it and it's judged and, and so I train cutting horses and actually go show them a little bit. We show them all over the Northwest and I'm pretty involved in that and it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience to train a cutting horse. To me, it's like the, uh, the the epitome of a horse trainer. They're they're really difficult horses to train in terms of the amount of training that goes into them, uh, and it's a very uh, passionate thing for me. And uh, like I say, I, I think it's a balance between the music and the ranch life. I, I think I've found that somewhat and get a lot of inspiration out of what I do off the road. Um, usually comes out in the music somehow. Yeah, that's uh, really uh, cool because I now on the cutting horses. I think I've seen in conjunction with uh, you know maybe things on uh, with PBR or uh, you know in the competition part of it. Don't the, isn't the cutting horse competition? Isn't that when a calf is out in front of the horse and then the horse basically is controlling the calf? Yep, basically you've got to drop your reins once you get a cow cut out. You drop your reins and uh, the horse. Uh, kind of mirrors the movement of the cow to keep it away from the herd. Right. And, um, 
it's it's a beautiful thing to watch and and it's a it's a whole i can't even explain how wonderful it is to be on top of those horses um you know it's it's almost violent but at the same time it's it's like you're floating up there on the horse and it's uh it's just um it's one of those things that's hard to describe, but you do it, and it's it's an addiction. You know, we we spend, like I say, we spend a lot of time training these horses and showing them, and and uh, it makes my life a little bit busy um, <laughs> between the music and the horses because the horses require so much time. But it's I'm really enjoying it. You know, I really right. enjoy the horses. And if you want to go click on our website, there's a I think there's a link on the right hand side of the page. You, it shows me riding a horse, a cutting horse, and then actually I take the bridle off so the horse doesn't even have a bridle wow. on and he's out there doing his little dance in front of the cow and it's a pretty amazing thing cool <laughs> i i had to ask you one more thing about your ranch do you uh do you uh, also uh raise cattle yes we do and uh um basically we raise the cows just for the benefit of training the cutting horses and and more than cows we raise buffalo uh, oh, believe it or nice. not cool. uh, we <laughs> we use buffalo to train our <laughs> our cutting horses, and they're just they're really cool animals. Uh, buffalo are just they're so much smarter than a cow, and and they're <laughs> great to have around and got personalities. Well, anyway, we we usually have a, a dozen buffalo or so around the ranch, and, and they're a lot of fun. I had to ask you one last novice ranching question because uh, the the name of your ranch is the the Cross Three Ranch, correct? Yep. Okay, so now. Is branding, is that only on cattle? Horses don't get branded, do they? Yeah, we do brand our horses. In fact, any livestock, the uh, the, the State Department of Agriculture wants identification on them. So oh. it kind of stifles, you know, livestock theft, which, believe it or not, still happens. You know, uh, they don't hang people for stealing horses <laughs> like they used to, but Dang it. it's still yeah. a problem. And uh, so we have to put a, a, a mark on the horse that uh, is hard to erase. And usually, right now, we use freeze brands on the horses oh. it kind of freezes the skin and the hair wow. turns white and so we still brand them and uh, we even uh, freeze brand uh, some of the cattle but the buffalo uh, we just we don't brand them yet they're they're a little wild that's uh, that's how about really... the uh, how about the ranch pooch the doggy yeah no the dog just gets a tag <laughs> so we don't haven't branded our dog yet well, we do have a working dog around here and I, uh, I love dogs too. Well, so. well, I thought your 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 ranch uh, brand, the Cross Three, I, I, you know, it was simple, but it was distinct, and I, and I thought that was cool. I liked it. Yeah, we, and that was my father's brand, um, and so uh, and now that I'm back, and it's he has it still in Montana. My father and mom are still around in in Montana. It's one of the reasons that I love being back here, getting to see, hang out with mom and dad in their waning years, you know, but it's it's a lot of fun being back here in Montana. It's it's wildly beautiful, a little cold in the winter, but I'm glad that I'm back here. That's right. I think that uh, has to be the original God's country, right? Well, it to me it is, you know, <laughs> but it's uh it's I think it's it's just because I grew up here and I, I missed it a lot. Well, no, we it's uh, we there. miss you in over here in this uh the Washington state, but uh we understand where you know, you go to where your roots are, and uh, yep. and that's awesome. Now, uh, you're absolutely living the true cowboy dream. You got the music career. You have the uh, the ranch going on. But we got to talk about just for a second here how you have cemented yourself into the absolute pop culture of our time. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go down as right along with "Where's the Beef?" Can you hear me now? You got mail. You are the Yahoo yodeler. 
Right. Those three notes that you hear <laughs> at the end of a lot of the Yahoo commercials are, are what I came up with. And it's basically the only hit that I've ever written. <laughs> it, was, it was awful good to me. And that's kind of what paid for a lot of those cutting horses and the indoor riding arena and, and whatnot. And uh, I, I just feel lucky to be able to be the guy that, that sang those three notes. But uh, it's one of those things that a lot of people have heard. They just don't know who, who's singing it. But uh, at the same time, a lot of people um, you know, know that I'm the guy that, that's behind the Yahoo Yodel. Yeah, how did that, how did that come about? And, and, and what is it like to know that around the world, millions of people daily, as they log in or they get a Yahoo instant message or something, they're, he- they're hearing Wiley Yahoo them right into their day. <laughs> you know, it's it's a good feeling. I wish you know. I wish that uh, wish people would would actually make the next step and and see what else we sing besides those three notes. But you know, I, do, I just feel lucky to to be the guy behind it. Um, they did treat me really well. Um, basically, they bought those three notes from me and and bought the copyright from me, and it allowed me to be a musician that didn't have to struggle so hard playing this unique brand of music. You know, and that's right. one of the things about our brand of music. You know, it's um, you know, I, I had a choice, I guess, early on in, in moving to, whether to move to Nashville and do the Nashville song and dance and or to do my unique brand of music and just be myself and, and be able to live in Montana and not worry so much about being in the thick of the industry. And I, I made that choice just to do the music that I wanted to do. That makes me happiest. It really... Uh, you know, my music has nothing to do with, with uh, you know, making a lot of money or selling a lot of albums. I just want a big enough crowd to uh, make a living at it and go tour and, and uh, play 70 or 80 shows a year and, and uh, hopefully, you know, do something that 20 years from now will still be listened to. Oh, I have no doubt that it will yeah, be. Definitely. And I'm glad you didn't go the Nashville route. I, yeah. I, it's, it's great that you followed your heart. We really admire that. We, we, we enjoy your music. It's, uh, it's, it's great, and it's different, and you've really found your niche, and your heart's in it, and we can tell. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I'll, we'll be back in the Seattle area. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, we'll probably be back at the Tractor Tavern uh, sometime this spring or summer. Great. Uh, yeah. I know we're doing a, gosh, there's a, a great little vocal uh, musical workshop out in, um, I think it's Port Townsend. Right. Yes. And it's called Centrum.org. And if you can go onto our website, it'll it'll have when we're going to be out in the Northwest. But that's one of the shows that we're doing out there. The other thing that we're doing that we're really excited about is Merle Fest, which is out east. And uh, it's a uh, Doc Watson had a son named Merle that was killed in a tractor accident, and they've had this big festival out there that kind of honors him and more. Uh, more uh, so honors like bluegrass music and American roots music, and and they'll we'll be playing with Elvis Costello, nice. uh, the Abbott Brothers. Uh, boy, there's just a lot of great artists that'll be out there, and that's going to be in April, I think, that we're we're headed out there. Hey, well, I had uh, two quick questions for you. That show you just mentioned in Port Townsend, I looked at your uh, schedule on your site. It said it was June 28th through the 30th. Do you know offhand, are you going to be there all three days for that? Um, I am going to be, yes. I'll be there for three days. I think I'm going to be there a Tuesday, a Wednesday, and a Thursday. And the actual workshop goes all the way for a week, but I'll just be there three days of it. There's other great vocalists there, uh, Lori Lewis. Uh, and I can't remember who else off the top of my head, but it's a. I was there three years ago and had a great, great time. It, the, again, the the 
the outfit that puts it on is called Centrum.org, and they they uh, they do a lot of workshops, steel guitar, fiddle workshops, voice workshops, and they always get unique artists that uh, have made some kind of contribution to the American music scene. Yeah, because uh, well, because uh, just based on your schedule so far that was up, it looked like that was our next chance to be able to get down and uh, and see you as yep. a new fan um, uh, that you'd be in our neck of the woods. So uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do that. Yeah, and uh, like I say, I know we're going to be back there sometime. No later than this summer, we'll hopefully be playing the Tractor Tavern again. So a lot of bookings Great. are coming in Perfect. this time of the hey, year to let, fill out our summer and whatnot. So we want to come back to Seattle because it's really one of our favorite cities to play. Last but not least, uh, unless I missed it, where in eastern Washington was your ranch? It's uh, a little near a little town called Dusty, which is Dusty, halfway between yes. <laughs> Spokane and uh, Walla Walla. And, we know uh, where Dusty is. We know right where Dusty is. My dad was born in Dusty. Are you kidding me? No, he was born in Dusty, Washington. That's uh, it's a small world, you know. And Dusty is still population twelve, you know. We, <laughs> right, right. We lived a couple of miles south of Dusty, and uh, you know, it's uh, I, I miss that a lot, that life out there. But uh, I, I've and, got, I, and I used to Montana. live in I used to live in Colfax, which is right down the road. That's, oh yeah, that's the county seat. Yeah. Yes, it is. I've got I've got family that had uh, wheat ranches over there that were my grandpa's brothers. My grandpa was uh, came up from Texas, lived in Spokane. Great. Well, still a lot. I mean, that's kind of what makes that country work is all the wheat ranching that still goes on there. And it, it's still a beautiful part of the, the country and it still is. very agricultural-oriented. If you want to get out of the rat race, move to dusty Washington. Well, we, uh, we, we do a little mancation every year and go over and play golf in central eastern Washington. So I thought, I was thinking maybe you're over in uh, the Ellensburg area or somewhere in there because we get over there and, and play a round of golf and cut loose. But uh, dusty, yeah, that is a small world. Yeah, not not a lot of people know where Dusty is unless you use the rest stop on the way to Pullman or something like that. It's yeah, and Colfax is nothing but a big speed trap. Everyone's got a ticket oh, there. Oh man, it's, <laughs> too bad it's known. That's all it's known for to a lot of people. Is, is, that yeah, that if and you're the... going through Colfax Drive. 25 miles an hour. Yeah, and be sure to stop by and check out the Codger Pole. <laughs> <laughs> the claim to fame for, for pole facts. That's yeah. right. Okay, uh, well, Wiley, before we let you go, we got uh, we have uh, what we call the Big Ten. It's ten quick questions, and um, we'd like to lay that on you real quick, and, uh, oh. and we'll let you get on your way. First, but i got to do this, and, and everybody always asks me this question. Um, they want me to do the Yahoo Yodel, so let me just slip that in here. Oh, perfect. Right. We were going to play it off of uh, online, but we'd love to have it live. I'll give you the live version. Yahoo! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> got that out of the way. Oh, right. man, I think, uh, I think my computer just uh, reacted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect, uh, Wiley. Thank you so much. All right, let's go through the Big Ten. Uh, Wiley, what is your favorite food? Oh boy, it's uh, it would be hamburger. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes. And uh, what uh, what kind of car are you driving these days? I am driving a uh, nine, uh, I'm sorry, 2007 Chevy Silverado pickup that can pull uh, four horses behind it. Perfect. Yeah. What would your favorite sports team be? Um, that would be well. It, it used to be the. Uh, Boy, that's a tough question since Brett Favre moved, so uh, <laughs> I, I still have to go with Green Bay. There you go. Uh, your first paying job, what would that be? That was a furniture deliverer in Conrad, Montana. I, I was a guy that uh, if you bought a new uh, freezer and needed it moved downstairs into the basement, I was the guy that the grunt that lifted it. <laughs> very, very good. We've all been there. <laughs> that was my first paying job. And you, this, this question, uh, this may uh, relate to your farming work. What is your favorite tool to work with? 
let me see. Uh, well, I always call my guitar a tool. Very so people good. People say, can I touch your guitar? I say, it's just a tool, absolutely. <laughs> oh, very good. You'd be surprised how many broadcasters and musicians we have on who talk about a screwdriver, and I, I always would guess they would say microphone or the guitar, and they... Well, they you're Actually, the first let one. Me, let me give you the honest answer. It would be my Leatherman that's always attached to my <laughs> that's, that's been mentioned a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even even when I'm, if you go watch me sing at the tractor, I'll have that Leatherman attached to my Yeah, belt. well, if you know who Ichabod Kane is, that's his Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That he mentioned that. Uh, what's the first <laughs> album that you ever bought? Um, it was uh, Cat Stevens. Uh, I think it had the song Moon Shadow on it. Uh, oh, very good. Yeah. And I don't know if you have time for this, but uh, if you sit down and you're watching a little TV, what's, uh, what's a can't-miss TV show for you right now? Uh, let me see. It would be Wired on HBO. No, oh, that's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, it's, uh, I think it's coming. And the other one is uh, Breaking Bad on the Discovery Channel. Or actually, AMC, I think, yeah. All right, very good. Uh, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, the last movie I saw was the Buddy Holly story. Um, I watched that just two nights ago, and to me, just one of the great all-time movies. That's the one with Gary Busey. Gary fact, Busey did. Uh, he should have gotten several Oscars for that role. He should have. And in fact, Buddy's birthday is coming up in a couple days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the last concert you attended? It was. Let me see. That's a, that's a tough question. Um, it would be. Um, I'm trying to think of the last festival we did. The Richmond uh, Folk Festival. Um, oh. We actually played out there, but I, I we were out there three days, so I got to watch a lot of the the other acts that were out there. And uh, so it was the Richmond Folk Festival in Virginia. Very good. And uh, what uh, if you're sitting down for a nice cool one? What's your favorite drink? Uh, Corona beer. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Or of... Patron tequila. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, Wiley, we got to get together. <laughs> we got so much in common. <laughs> and uh, since we are the Northwest Convergence Zone and you uh, spent quite a bit of time up here, what's your, this is the last of the Big Ten, what is your favorite place in the Northwest? Let me see. Uh... I'm going to have to say a little town called Dayton, Washington. And I don't know why I like it so much there, but just geographically, it's kind of on the edge of the Blue Mountains. It's mm-hmm. always a peaceful little town, and I always smile when I drive through Dayton, Washington. All right. Well, Wiley, we want to thank you so much for coming on the program. It's been a pleasure and an honor, and you're a true gentleman. And uh, we hope we can catch up with you down the road. We enjoy your music, and uh, we love the fact that you're the Yahoo guy. And uh, keep roping them doggies. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate talking to you. Thanks for taking the time. All right, All right. Wiley. We'll Take catch care, up Wiley. to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. So, Wiley, what a great... Was he a nice guy or uh, what? great guy. I mean... Great can't guy. wait to see him. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to go catch and, him. And go to not over set- at Townsend, Port Townsend. We're going, definitely going to see him when he gets to the track. And, and I've got to start downloading and getting into his discs. Yes. He's got some great stuff. Buy great, his CDs. His great players, his band, great great country players. Well, and he's recorded with Merle Haggard and I mean he's he I'm I won't be surprised if eventually he becomes an official member of the uh Grand Old Opera. Oh, no. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, so anyway, we want to thank Wiley for joining us and go to his website, check it out. It's a beautiful website. He's a real real gentleman, just a great guy. But we also like local talent. 
We sure do. And uh, we love to go out and, and see the bands. We have not caught these guys live. Wanted to the other night. Didn't quite work out. But they were uh, good enough to come in here and visit with us. The name of the band is the Warner Housecat. And they are a uh, funky, uh, groovy, jazzy, rock, kind of progressive rock uh, band, kind of harkening back to the 70s. Yeah, progressive rock, yes. Uh, these guys are instrumentalists. They can play. And they got great vocals. And like you've pointed out in the interview, they uh, they have strong lyrics. So Absolutely. Let's go. Let's hear from uh, from the boys. This is the Warner House Cat. All right, we are in the studios today with another local band, and uh, we like the local bands. Absolutely. We, uh, Tacoma's been blessed with a lot of fabulous musicians, and uh, these guys, uh, the Warner House Cat, they are uh, all students at uh, UPS. They play around. I'm going to tell you, the first time I, I, I got hip to these guys, I tuned into them, my first impression was, yes, mm-hmm. took me back to the <laughs> 70s. The uh, the old uh, album, long style album song, rock and roll, right. and uh, I was immediately latched. I was in my, I was like, I, this reminds me of being in my car, putting in a CD, and just cruising. Yeah, and plus, folks, these guys can play. Yeah, they can play. So, everybody, welcome the Warner House Cat guys. Welcome. We have uh, Ian, hi, and Kevin. Hey, what's up? And. Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, that's it. I, I had it written down. I don't know what happened to it. So, thanks for having <laughs> so anyway, us. hey, guys, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your band. Let's, let's start with the name. How do we come up with the name? Um, long story. Uh, we used to live in a house on Warner Street. We had started playing. And actually, at that point, uh, Kevin wasn't playing with us at that point. We had our friend Sam, who was playing bass with us. And we just couldn't come up with a name. And he said, how about Warner Housecat? And he explained it in a way that com- made complete sense, and no one else has remembered why it made sense. Was that a stoner moment? Well, I think it was because uh, we wanted everyone to expect it the ex- to expect the phrase to end with the word band, the right. Warner House band. And a few people have uh, called us yeah, that in the past. Yeah, it's true. But oh, expect, like when they yeah. introduce you or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys have a CD out. It's called, four, the, the name of it is 4434. Uh, they have a stellar website that is thewarnerhousecat.com, and also you can catch them on MySpace. And uh, so you guys are all students at uh, UPS. Tell us what it's like playing around uh, the South Sound. Uh, it, it can definitely be fun. Uh, we've had some great shows, had some not so great shows as well. Um, I think we're a little different from some of the other Tacoma bands in some definitely ways. Definitely so. Definitely. Uh, we try to kind of tailor our music um, to just, well, I guess we, we don't, don't try we don't, to tailor yeah, our we music. Don't yeah, because a, a lot really. of a lot of bands these days, uh, especially young and up and coming bands, are trying to replicate the uh, Nirvana or the Northwest uh, <laughs> rock and roll sound. Or they're they're doing the um, you know the the three chord punk or uh, you know definitely the two and a half minute compressed song, trying to get a hit, put it on the radio and so forth. And this is more of a free flowing style of rock and roll that harkens back to when I was young. And Joe, you remember the days? Oh yeah, definitely. and so it's refreshing to see yeah. some young guys who are coming up who are uh, reaching back and uh, kind of reviving a lost art is there a method to your madness you guys trying to do that or is this just something that came out of your creative pl- uh, process i mean really uh we just if someone comes up with something that we think sounds cool uh we'll jam on it for a while and if it if it kind of takes shape we'll turn it into a song um 
Yeah, we just kind of you know, let things develop um, with each person bringing their own influence. We've all got very different backgrounds and uh, listen to uh, different music, um, so that kind of helps us, I think. All right, well, let's go into a song, and this is a cut off of the album, which is titled 4434. It's the Warner House Cat. The name of the song is Minstrel. So the name of the band is the Warner House Cat. The album is four four three four, and that uh, song is Minstrel. Now, there's a lot of different uh, instruments you guys got flowing through this. Uh, very cool stuff. Na- what all do we have? What are we hearing in there? Is there a little banjo and stuff in there? That's a um, 1956 National Resonator guitar. Ah, sweet. Funny story behind that. Uh, belongs to my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, she was it, her uncle gave it to her, and she was very young, and it had just been sitting at her uh, family's house in Colorado pretty much her whole life, and she brought it up right about the time we were finishing the album, you know, finishing the mixing and stuff that we were all doing ourselves. And uh, she 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 went home, visited her family, came back, and you know, the night that she brought that in, I said, Kobe, you have to over overdub the uh, that song with this guitar. I mean, the thing, the strings on that guitar on that recording i think are 15 years old wow wow uh, didn't even so, change the strings uh, yeah as i mean is, we, it was it up. music stores were all closed didn't have any strings but that was the last night we well. recorded that was the last yeah thing we did for the, the entire CD, um, so. yeah well it sounds great besides musically what i'm really impressed with and uh we got a little taste of it there on minstrel is lyrically you guys are really strong and uh i was wondering is that collaboration does, does someone take the lion's share of it how do you put the lyrics together well, um, really, for a lot of the songs, we do collaborate, and we do come up with ones for uh, specifically this song. Um, Kobe had written it, and, uh, you know, we really get together and try to come across, uh, you know, different things, bounce yeah. ideas off of each other. So um, let's talk about some of your musical influences, because um, it's not spacey rock, but it's that album-oriented rock uh, what were you calling it earlier? Progressive rock. Yeah, the it's progressive got a real, rock. You know, flow to it. Absolutely. I mean, it really reminds me of uh, when like FM first started, and you could you know <laughs> right. tune in and like they had played twelve minute songs. That's What's some right. of the influence from you guys? Uh, you, you mentioned Yes earlier, and that's definitely been a big influence on me. Uh, John Anderson's one of my favorite guitarists. I mean, other music from that time, you know, Pink Floyd, Grateful Dead, bit of that. Uh, Carmen Bria plays guitar and drums with us. Isn't here, but it wouldn't be right if we weren't. Uh, didn't mention a band called Lotus. Uh, they're from Philadelphia and California. Uh, instrumental rock, uh, kind of electronic sounding, mm-hmm. uh, really funky. And he listens to a lot of Lotus. <laughs> that definitely comes through in his playing if you've ever heard Lotus before. All right, very good. Well, uh, the Warner House Cat, our, our guest, and let's go into a, uh, another song. This is titled Call Me Roadkill. 
And so that uh, the title of that jamming tune is uh, Call Me Roadkill. You guys have an interesting story behind that. Uh, tell us about Mr. Roadkill. Um, when we first started playing, uh, UPS's Campus Music Network paid for uh, some UPS groups to go down and record at Pacific Studios. And uh, we got down there, started unloading our gear. A homeless man came up and offered to help us. Uh, and a lot of the lyrics in that song are actually things he said, like, call me roadkill, was <laughs> something he actually said to us, uh, as well as, I think, um... Road, That's what he wanted yeah. to go by, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Roadkill don't mind. <laughs> Very yeah. good. That way to write that down. Now, um, who's playing guitar on that? Um... Maybe you're thinking about the mandolin, the thing Is that's that the, Yeah, the yeah. mandolin. Yeah, I play on oh, I, a good chunk I of our songs. That. I play uh, electric mandolin, sweet, either um, a standard scale one or an elective octave mandolin, which is closer to a guitar scale, but with a mandolin tuning. Oh, man. Well, the work on that is uh, tremendous. Oh, thank I really you. got that down. So, uh, well, tell us about um, some of uh, the bands you guys have played with locally. You guys have any favorites that you listen to uh, of, of the local scene? Um, I, if I could jump in, I think uh, Dirty Change Up is one of the groups that we really like to listen to and play with. Um, $2,000 Puma, Definitely. Uh, who we played with at O'Malley's on Friday, are some very good friends of ours, and doing a real cool uh, rock, kind of indie, kind of rock sound. Right now, well, so let's talk about where we can get your CD. the 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 name of the band is the Warner House Cat, and the their CD is titled Four Four Three Four. Where can we pick this up, folks? Well, you can uh, go to one of our shows and pick it up. Um, that would be the recommended route. We're playing yes. the Dan on February 5th, um, uh, the Java Jive. February 19th, uh, Blue Moon in Seattle on April 10th. But, uh, Blue Moon. If, oh, right. if, uh, you can't If you can't find us at one of our shows, if you're out of state, um, you, it's available digitally through uh, iTunes and CD Baby. And hopefully soon we'll be able to sell some CDs physically on our uh, website and ship them to you. So I take it by that uh, show at the Den on February 5th that says all ages that 52-year-olds can get in? Uh, that's right. <laughs> certainly hope so. Although, you know, I've heard things about that place. Not so sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go into another song. And uh, this one is my favorite off the album. This is titled Red Pen. Pin is the name of the song. Yeah, Everybody's cool. heads bobbing, and uh, we're all getting funky in the studio. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, give, uh, that was uh, Kevin on the trombone. Trombone. Yeah, yeah that's sweet. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I really like most about playing in this group and uh, playing live is that every time we play this song, it's a little bit different. 
Um, we're a band that focuses on improvisation. Every time we play a song, we want it to be different. And uh, a lot of times we'll even bring guests up and play with us, I think. <laughs> on our MySpace, we have a recording of that song live uh, with our friend Mike Hepner, who's an amazing saxophone player who I play with in the Jazz Man. It's yeah, great. and that's the one I listened to, and I was really uh, I was really jazz into that one. That was good stuff. Yeah, so. that's a great solo. <laughs> yeah, the- so... Uh, Going to uh, UPS, you guys uh, also uh, you guys uh, have some connections with uh, KUPS, right? The local station. Yeah, uh, Carmen, who's not here at the moment, is the general manage- manager there. Um, I'm the uh, weekend music director, and uh, Kobe's focusing on local music. He's new this semester, and Kevin's hopefully getting yeah. the show you applied. So is that a stre- that's a streamed station, right? You can you can, you, you, you can, can pick it up. Pick it up? Oh, yeah, ninety point one FM. Um, all right, very good, and I highly recommend that. I usually listen to it um, off the computer. I, I yeah, if you're outside of a range, obviously you can pick <laughs> it up on our website. <laughs> right, very good, very good. So, well, let's real quick go around and tell us where you guys are all from and how'd you f- find your way to Tacoma. Um, I'm from Georgetown, Massachusetts, up north. Just this is Ian. Hampshire. Yeah, it's Ian. Um, and was looking for a school where I could either kind of choose between doing art or. Uh, if I decide to do something else, do something else. That is a long way from home, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> and Kevin? Uh, I actually uh, used, I was from Salem, Morgan, and I used to play in a couple bands down in Eugene. Um, played everything from like reggae to kind of Celtic fiddle jam. <laughs> nice. things. But, um, you know, I just came up here for college, and it's been, you know, great to be in a group where I can still have an outlet for playing and improvisation. So. Right. Kobe? Uh, I'm from Sacramento, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just what I like the most about this group is just how we can just change it up all the time, um, switch instruments, you know, whatever. So what do you guys see uh, real quick for uh, in the future? You guys uh, you got uh, more CDs? I call it albums earlier because right. I'm, I'm, all, yeah. I'm all into the 70s group. That's right. <laughs> hey, they're doing vinyl again. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. No, it's the yeah. CDs and stuff That's and so enough. forth. You guys, what do you have uh, plans for the future for your band? Uh, you guys going to be around for a while? Is this just a project you guys are swinging with, or how's it working? Depends on where we all wind up after we graduate. Yeah. Um, a couple of... Uh, Everyone but Kobe, I think, is graduating this May, so it depends on whether or not we decide right. to stick around Tacoma. Or Great. Congratulations. All right. Well, so elsewhere. while you can, folks, uh, check out the Warner House Cat. Uh, download the CD 4434. You won't be disappointed. And if you can catch them live, I highly recommend that. I can't let you guys get away without asking this last question. Um, while I was uh, at your sites and listening to your music, um, I was at your MySpace page. <laughs> and in your bio, it said something about you guys living in this funky house where it was cold and you used a lot of space heaters. In fact, dangerously so. I don't know what that means. We're like they I wired hope you, hope you never together got to get more output or something, more BTUs. But, guitar amp. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what was wild was, I don't know if you guys knew this, this, and I had to ask you, is at the top of your MySpace page today, there was a banner ad for space heaters. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like going, wait a second. Do they do, is it a joke? Is that your sponsor? Is, they do it on purpose or is it, is it a coincidence? I'd love to say we had a sponsor and I'd also love to say we had something to do with that. But yeah. uh, I think I just, purely that was wild. If that any space crazy. heater companies are looking to sponsor bands, yeah. contact us. It might, yeah, it might not be a bad way to go. All right. Well, the Warner House Cat and uh, their, uh, their webpage is uh, thewarnerhousecat.com. They're also on MySpace, which is where you can listen 
to uh, a few of their tunes. You guys, thanks for coming in. It's been a pleasure, Thank and best you. of luck in the future. Thanks. We're looking forward to catching you guys live. Thanks yeah, a lot. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So the Warner House Cat, those guys, uh, they're going to be playing a couple of gigs around here. We're going to go try to catch up yes, on Yes, for sure. And I, I highly recommend their music. I haven't seen them live, but I, I love when you know bands get off onto a groove and, and you know are feeling the music and go, and go into different places. So And these are some creative, talented young guys. Young and, guys. And uh, I think the thing we got going lately is that the people that have been coming in, these guys are all on the rise. Yeah, I They are so. going places. Well, that's I got a we, question. Yes. Though. They, uh, they said they go to UPS. You mean right. uh, United Postal Service? <laughs> <laughs> or what? I don't get that's it. That's right. They go there to mail packages. So and that's play, the, play why, music. why is that interesting? University of Puget Sound. Oh, yeah, that's where okay. Double D sent his application. Okay, I misunderstood. <laughs> to the UPS, UPS store. That's yeah. why he wasn't accepted. No, I think Double D shows up at the UPS campus and is looking where to, where <laughs> to, to mail a package. <laughs> yeah, I've done is that. Is that why all your packages, they never go anywhere? <laughs> you get all boxed up in your garage? Yeah. I, they you got to go to where the, the brown guys, not, uh, not the UPS. UPS campus, my oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. So, all right. Well, uh, look, guys, uh, so far, you know, we've had mostly male guests. We have. And um, uh, mostly, that's all we've had. I oh, think my so. daughter came on and did a. Uh, right. Uh, she was. She was in. Well, okay. Yes. She okay. was. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's not I stand dis- corrected. Let's no, not no, dis- no. My daughter. I stand corrected. <laughs> but our this is our first female singer. Right. And it's about time it is and i'm telling you we couldn't have started any better she classed up the joint tremendously big 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 time this is uh her name is heather ruiz she is out of puyallup and she seriously folks has the voice you will not believe i can't believe that uh she's not all over the radio and playing, you know, like big halls. But it's She's coming. going to be, yeah. She will be. So let's talk to Heather. This is Heather Ruiz. All right, everybody. We are in the studio today with uh, Heather Ruiz. And it's about time we got some class in this joint. Absolutely. I mean, you know, nothing, nothing, no offense to you guys. Or to you. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, you know, this lady this voice that we're about to hear is the true voice of an angel absolutely i mean heather ruiz i stumbled across her a friend of mine recommended me to her site and as soon as i clicked play i was in love yeah and uh she has a stellar voice she's a beautiful uh lady and she has a wonderful cd out and the title is remember the passion now remember now Valentine's coming up. We're going to do you a favor here. Okay, let's set the scene. Yes. Uh, Valentine's Day. You got the flowers already. Right. You've opened up the wine or lit the champagne. The, lit, the, lit the candles. Lit the candles. You're yourself. hanging out. You hit play. You know, because you got to have some mood music. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you're tired of, you know, the same old Sinatra or, you know, Dino swinging with Dino and yeah. stuff, and nothing, uh, no, no offense to those a guys. A new interpretation. Of the standards. I'm telling you, you put this on, it's going to be a good night. It's going to be. All right. Well, let's welcome her into the show, Heather Ruiz. Heather, thanks for coming on. Oh, you bet, Daryl. I'm happy to be here with you and Joe. (laughs) How's it going tonight? It's going great. And, and, uh, you know, it's like we tried to gussy up this joint here uh, to to make you feel welcome. New carpet. Because this is the uh, the man cave. (laughs) But, uh, Heather, thanks for coming in. Now, let's talk about your your CD because um, these days, and I grew up, uh, you know, primarily in the 70s and the 80s and, and my mom was still listening to a lot of what they call standards now sure. but um you know how did you 
decide to go that route. You have a beautiful, wonderful oh. voice. We're going to hear some cuts Thank here you, in Darryl. a moment. <clears throat> and But instead of going the pop route or whatever, sure. you, you've gone this jazz and big band route. And I find that fascinating. What, what, what led you in that direction? Oh, my goodness. So many different things. First off, it was my father. He introduced me to this style of music when I was a little kid. And, of course, it was before his time. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, he was the first one to really play that kind of music around the house and the car. And then when I started taking voice lessons... Mm-hmm. Um, my vocal coach, he could hear my voice. You know, she's got one of those old-time classic voices. Let's try her out on some jazz. So we did it, and it worked. Beautiful. And here we are today. Yeah, and so this is your first CD, correct? It is. And when did this actually come out? In 2008, in the summertime. In the summer of 2008, yes. and, how, and how's it selling for you? It's doing pretty well. Yeah, and you're on. I know you have some songs that are in rotation on some of the the stations around yes yes and we've been trying to branch out as much as we can even going to places like florida and portland and beautiful yeah, all well, over let's and now not... here on the northwest convergent zone <laughs> yeah, look you out really baby the big time baby <laughs> that's right <laughs> well let's not keep everybody waiting let's listen to some of heather and this is a song called waiting yes and i wrote this off oh, the album fantastic. remember the passion The night falls before me, stars shining brightly, I know they're shining just for you. Not long ago life seemed so uncertain, I didn't know which way to go. There were many times, tears filled these desperate eyes, I never That is beautiful stuff. That is Waiting. It's off the album, Remember the Passion. And the singer, our guest today, is Heather Ruiz. That was interesting. You said that this is one that you wrote. Yes, on, I did. On the CD, I know you do your interpretations of, sta- of standards. Some Just some yeah, great New oh, York, New York. You. I mean, fantastic. I but Not at all. Uh, I wasn't aware that the, that was yours. Are there other ones you've written on this? Yes, I've also written Remember the Passion, which is the title track off the CD, and uh, One More Touch as well. Okay, fantastic. And you got to check out the pictures of this uh, lovely lady. She's, yes. Uh, very, very pretty. Great sight. Oh, and, uh, too, too kind. <laughs> <laughs> and check out her website. Her yes. website is unbelievable. You want to give us the address on that? I think I remember what it is. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I should by now, right? <laughs> hey. Yes, com. Right. And um, so... The uh, the I, I noticed I was looking at where you um, have been performing and live because I, I, people you got to come see Heather oh, yeah. and see her do her thing and it looks like a lot of it is at uh, Jabino's restaurant which is in in uh, Eatonville oh yeah it's way out there baby <laughs> oh, yeah. so how did you get hooked up with them and it looks like you're a favorite because you're there a lot I know I'm there every Saturday night yep. wow well the owner of the business contacted me. He heard about me through my producer and said, yeah, come on down here. Let's give it a shot. Went down there, had about four days notice, 
sang for him and said, uh, we'd like you to come back. I think they're going to look back yeah. uh, in the, you know, in the future and go, uh, I, we, Heather Ruiz, That's they're right. going to have one of the That's plaques what, yeah. that says Heather That's Ruiz right. performed yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so do you find yourself like, uh, you know, when you're walking around the house and, uh, doing your thing, just bursting out into song? I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. The husband, uh, he's nodding yeah, he's, over yeah, here. He's nodding over here saying, yep, she does it in the car and <laughs> the shower and the hallway, wherever. Even when he's not expecting it, those are the best times. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we won't ask about those times. Can I, but, oh yeah. Can I go back real quick to Jabino's at the uh, at the restaurant? So now, when you're doing your shows, and yes. it looks like a lot of times on the schedules, uh, it says six to nine, so it's three hours. Yes. So you're doing a couple sets. Yes. Is this dinner theater? People aren't sitting there while you're singing so beautifully, slurping on fettuccine Alfredo or something, and forks are dropping and. Because that, that would not, I would not want that to be. Joe, can you believe it? They do they, do that. Oh, well, no. I, yes. when I come and see you, I'm eating fast. Yeah, and Thank I'm you, giving Joe. you my undivided attention. I'm, I'm seeing people it's about in tuxedos, time. <laughs> you know, sipping on some champagne. Well, I'll do. Now, I might be doing that. Yeah, but, but I'm not going to be. I'm you not know, seeing pasta flying cutting around into my steak and, uh, or you know, kids no. dropping their drinks and stuff. But well, that's, that's sometimes, what happens sometimes. That's why I just break out the opera song. <laughs> and then they all go silent. There you Great. go, yeah. And they say opera in Eatonville? What? <laughs> yeah, maybe the grand old opera. That's right. <laughs> so now you're also uh, quite the actress, I, I'm told. And um, you told me that recently you just went for an audition and uh, you sounds like you killed. Where are you going to be performing your, uh, your, your magic style? Well, it's with Main Stage Theater, and they are located in Sumner at the Sumner Performing Arts Center. So I will be in the Beauty and the Beast production, which debuts the second and third weekend in March. We will be there at one of those. Yeah. One of those All right. Yeah, we're actually, we're, we, we have plans to be there on either the 13th or the 14th. If they let us in. Do they uh, still have any openings for the Beast? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's a prime candidate. That may just work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's go to a, another song off the album. This is The Very Thought of You, Heather Ruiz, the singer. The name of the album is Remember the Passion.
So that's the very thought of you, Beautiful. Heather Ruiz. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, that's oh, fantastic. I'm in love voice. right now. So are you? You are. Yes, well, I love that voice. Well, my husband's sitting right here. <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah. I, I know you're, I'm taking as well. I'm in love with your voice, darling. <laughs> so are, are you uh, your musical director and doing the arrangements on everything on the disc? Because uh, yeah, let's especially talk about on the recording. Yeah, especially more on kind of the more swinging stuff. It's definitely, yes. you know, the Nelson Riddle type feel. Sure, and It's sure. just great stuff. Oh, thank you. Oh, I had a blast doing it. Most of the jazz songs on there were recorded by a 17-piece jazz band. And we did it over at Triad Studios in Redmond mm -hmm. and just had a blast. It was fun. Worked with a lot of great musicians. Um, Jim Curl was actually the one who directed it and arranged it. He's a local guy out of Puyallup, so... Very good. Yeah. yeah. So, how great. long did it take to record this? Uh, what What was the time frame on uh, going into uh, actually saying it's a wrap? Yeah, it took about a year. Wow. A little over a year. Yeah, a lot of stretching the vocal cords there. Oh yes, and had fun, you know, recording all over. Did some stuff in L.A. with nice. a lady named Sue Ann Carwell, and she's worked with Celine and Whitney and. She did some backup vocals for me, so yeah, yes, and me. So now, Heather, where did you grow up? Did you grow up locally around here and go yes, to school I did. locally in Puyallup? Graduated from Puyallup High School. Vikings. That's right. A lot, Vikings. Of, <laughs> a lot of great alums from Puyallup oh, High yeah, School. They got some serious talent. <laughs> in, in, in fact, uh, I've got to diverge just for a second. A lot of them have headed to a place that I'm very fond of, and uh, I had to ask you this. I think that I saw some place that you're. A uh, grad from the University of Washington. I am. Great, yeah, because I, I <laughs> was going to baby. This might be inappropriate, but I was going to say I'm a dog too. Uh, <laughs> how do you mean? I, I I'm a I'm a 1990 graduate of the University of Washington. So when oh, I saw great. that there was a, a fellow dog in the room, I was very happy. Wait, about whoa, that. Uh, be careful. Wait, whoa, no, no, yeah, guys, come on, no, no, I don't mean it that way. I mean in the purple and gold That's sense. Inappropriate. A fellow yeah. dog in the room. Yeah, <laughs> which is always to, good. I mean, look what, look what we're in, you know? Do you we're see in the any? dog house, Joe. Yeah, no, yes. no, I'm saying, do you see any purple yeah. and gold in here? So, Well, you well know. great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, let's go to a uh, another tune off the CD. This is Ain't That a Kick in the Head. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged him then, he hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in the ball? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning. All right, ain't that a kick in the head? Which is standard, obviously. That's yeah. a great rendition of it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for putting that down. Now, um, where can people get the CD again? They can buy it off of my website. Yes. Or iTunes. Download it off iTunes. Yes, iTunes. I'm also on Rhapsody and all those other ones. Yeah, but go to. It's a beautiful website. Yeah, go to the website. Go to the website. Yes. Order it or download it off iTunes or you know whatever. Just get it. 
yeah, you need to yeah. get it. For sure. And, um, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I thought it said in your bio, too, that you were working on locally, trying to get it into some stores, Walmart. and Yes, uh, I am. Uh, what, uh, not B. Dalton, uh, Borders and... Yes. Still in yep. the process? Still in the process. Well, yep. let's, get, let's help get that out yep. there, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, tell me about this contest that you were in um, with 30,000 contestants? Yes, a lot of wow. contestants, What was Darryl. the name of this contest? It was uh, for the Pialt Fair. Uh-huh. It was a singing contest they did there. And, uh, 2005. 2005, correct. And let's guess who won. Oh, yours truly. Heather Ruiz, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes, first place. Was there any doubt? Come on. <laughs> so what was the pro- what was the was this a chance to, to perform at the Pialt Fair or what was the what was Yes, and the prize, Daryl, was yes. two thousand dollars. <laughs> Sweet. That's a nice I, little... I accepted it. Yeah. You know. yeah. You just don't. I felt Donate it to your favorite charity. Obligated to take it. (laughs) Okay. Well, our guest is uh, has been Heather Ruiz, and um, her website is uh, www.heatherruiz.com. Go to the website. I'm telling you, it's one of the nicest websites I've seen in a long time. Say thank you to Kenny Lamar. Kenny Lamar, great job on that. Beautiful job on that. And he also did the video. He did the music video. Check it out. Watch the video. Don't skip through the intro. No, don't skip it. Please. No, no, no. (laughs) Just watch the video. It's it's top notch. It's classic. Three times for me today. Oh, baby. <laughs> wow. Look yeah. at show. So your no, count- it was great. It your was counter's really, going it's up. really, really good. And uh, also, uh, make sure you guys head out to, I know, Eatonville. You're like, well, Eatonville. It's worth the drive to see Heather mm-hmm. at okay. uh, Jabino's. We're going to be there either the 13th sure. or the 14th uh, to uh, bring the joint standards down a little bit. <laughs> <But> oh, man. <laughs> Daryl and Joe, you can only bring it up. Oh, please. You're so kind. <laughs> anyway, Heather, any last words? Anything that uh, the, the Beauty and the Beast thing is coming up the second and third weekend in March? Anything else you have going on you'd yes. like to talk about? Well, I'm trying to get a band together right now so I can go do some shows up in Seattle. Oh, beautiful. I'd love to get into Jazz Alley. Yeah, That's what my that management company great. is working on. Let's all call Jazz Alley and ask. Yeah, tell them to get Heather to bring in. Heather in. Yeah, Where, for sure. Yeah, where's Heather Ruiz? Yeah, why Where don't you she? have her? She's yes. like good stuff. Also, maybe uh, we'll just get you, just go all the way and get you into the uh, the big, uh, the the hall down there. Yes, Benaroya Hall. Benaroya or McCall or any of those. Let's why just, not? Yeah, let's fill it up. I, I've got to ask, ask you a quick question before you get away. Yes, um, Your musical influences, uh, female vocalists. I'm, I've always been a big fan of female vocalists from, you know, Janice, Aretha Franklin, Diana Ross, even though these guys might give me a bad time, Celine Dion. No! I have seen a couple times in concert, and I, I, I like her a lot. I'm still giving him a hard time about that. So, Joe, you said it. Celine Dion. I'm one of her biggest fans. Nice. I watched her twice in Vegas. And then once up here when she came here last year and oh amazing oh you yeah. were yeah I was at that show amazing. last year you were there yeah that yeah. was that was a good show it was a great great show, show. yes yeah, but but what about family wise you said your dad got you into the standards yes my dad is a singer he thinks he's Elvis <laughs> so you know that works well it's not Danny Vernon is it <laughs> no it's not but I know Danny great guy great guy <laughs> yes, well, that's nice cool because then yeah. uh, Daryl and I have something in common with your dad. <laughs> what would that be? Oh, we think we're Elvis too. Come on, <laughs> get with it. Hey, the king is still alive. Oh, okay. alive. I yeah. saw him the other day at a traffic. It was light. just his you birthday did? a little while ago. So yes, it was. That's true. I'm sure he yeah. ha- he's haunting.
in the Northwest. I took the day off. Of all the places the king would be, right, if he were still alive, wouldn't it be right here? I think it would be. Because yeah, I think he would be here listening to Heather. But so your dad, musicians yes. in your family, people that... More my dad's side of the family, so not to knock down my mom's side. Mm-hmm, She's just, yeah. you know, the Do you play an instrument yourself? Um, I did play the flute for a while. Yes. And then I, you know, do a little bit of stuff on the piano. Very Nothing good. to brag about, but... Well, with a voice go. like that, uh, people will be lining up to uh, to accompany you, I, who, I imagine. Who, who's backing you up when you're at uh, Jabino's? Who's playing for you out there? Who's playing for me? Oh, yeah. it's, it's just me. It's just you? I'm a one-woman band, baby. Oh, Do you have, like, a right. tracks or something? I thought you yep, might I got have my a... tracks pre-recorded. And, awesome. Okay. And they have, you know, a nice... Small stage, but really awesome stage. It looks like it looks like a, looks like a shower. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like an old shower. Thought you don't it's break great. out you into flash dance, flash. do you? <laughs> <laughs> you got to come down and see it. Oh, we are. Fantastic. We're going to. There's no question about it. All right. Well, our guest has been Heather Ruiz. I'm telling you, Valentine's Day is coming up. This is the perfect CD to have playing in the background. It's the perfect CD to have anytime. It's beautiful. You have a, a gorgeous voice. We want to thank you, you yeah, so much for coming in. And get ready, people, because this lady is incredible, and she's gonna go big places yeah well, she is thank you thank heather you thanks glad to be here so we want to thank heather yeah for coming thanks, in heather. and i uh, want to thank her husband great, too great for, girl uh, sean yeah sean nice guy thanks for protecting her that was that was a good move <laughs> if my wife got invited to this show <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah i'd be escorting her too really? yeah <laughs> but hey we have other uh we have other Females that are coming on real soon. We have Vicky Martinez is coming on. Kristen Connell is coming on. We have uh, Alicia Wood, comedian. She's coming on. Um, we have uh, a, a really young singer out of Vancouver, uh, Louisa, who's coming on. And we, we got we have them coming on. Well, we're gonna really have to work hard to keep this place clean. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, thank you, Heather. It was uh, wonderful, and we will be seeing her uh, right around Valentine's Day. Yes. So catch uh, a show. All right. Well, it's been a long show, and we got a couple of features that we have to uh, get out of the way before we uh, scoot on out of here. And uh, let's move into birthdays. Let's start with the birthdays of the living, as always. 68, this guy, 68 years old. Born on the 24th in uh, 1941, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Still coming to America. Coming to America, (laughs) sweet Caroline. And uh, this is one of my uh, all-time favorite guitar players. Born in 1955, which is a great year to be born. On the 26th of this fine month. Eddie Van Halen. Eddie. Guy. Be wow. 54. He changed things up when he came along. Yeah, he did. He really uh, really changed the face of music at that time. Uh, also, a uh, guy from one of my all-time favorite bands. We talked about him last week. That would be Pink Floyd. This is the drummer Nick Mason. He's 65. He was born on the 27th in 1944. He is the oldest continuous member of Pink Floyd. Been with them since 1964. Loves to race cars, and uh, man, I wish they would play again. Pink Floyd's the opposite of Spinal Tap. (laughs) (laughs) They've kept the same drummer. (laughs) He never blew up. All right, well, that was the birthdays of the living, so now let's shift uh, focus to... Yes, we uh, always have to take a step over to the other side and remember, as Richard Pryor used to say, the dearly departed. (laughs) And uh, we start off January 24th, 1949, a guy that uh, I wish was still around, a comic genius, left too soon, 
John Belushi. Yeah. Would have been 60 years old and also the other half of the Blues Brothers. Man. Uh, that Jake. Guy. Yeah, he yeah. was awesome. And that's, uh, that's too bad, but uh, he's in our thoughts. Uh, January 26, 1925. Uh, pretty underrated actor. Uh, he got his Oscar recognition way too late, in my opinion. Uh, Double D, this is the test for you. If I say, <laughs> if I if I run off a few of these films, The Hustler, Cool Hand Luke, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Any comment? Any any to name mind? come to mind? Uh, no. Okay, stop right there. If <laughs> if I talk about salad dressing, uh, popcorn, food products, does any name come to mind? Um, uh, now I'm getting the. Are you getting idea. warm? You're getting I'm getting warm, but I can't quite. Okay, his his first name is Paul. Paul I was thinking Paul. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Paul yeah. Newman, yes, hey, all right. Double D in the house. Okay, yeah. The salad dressing kind of gave it away. That's not, that it. I, not the movies, but, okay. not what but I don't. Was known for. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat salad though. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, do you just drink dressing? Well, <laughs> okay. Never Anyhow, mind. Paul Newman, uh, two hundred eighty million, in fact, from his charitable donations wow. from the Food Corporation. Sweet. Okay, and last but not least, January twenty eighth, nineteen twelve. This guy. Moves me. I think he's incredible. Uh, they made a. They made a great. He, he's an artiste. Sorry about that. He's an artiste. Jackson Pollock would have been ninety-seven. Yes, an impressionistic artist. Did the drip technique of splattering the paint. Yeah, if you ever go to New York, go to the big. Well, museum. also a Seattle Art Museum yeah, has one of his and uh, some stuff. some incredible stuff. Ed Harris, great in the film about his life. All right, thank you. That's Joe. birthdays from beyond. That's awesome. All right, well, uh, the last thing we got to do before we get out of here, and hey, the Super Bowl's set. Good. I, I think Colts boy, yes. and the Saints. Yes, who, go Saints. Who, uh, let me guess who you're going for. I'm going for the Saints. Yes. Yeah, who right. dat? Okay, uh, well, let's do uh, This Week in Music History, and then we'll mosey on out. Okay, this one's kind of uh, one that's uh, got some irony in it. This day in music, January 24th, 2005. <laughs> Country singer Lynn Anderson was arrested oh, for man. shoplifting in a New Mexico supermarket after she was caught stealing a harry potter dvd <laughs> of all the and DVDs then on top know. of that she decided to punch the arresting yes. police officer uh the 57 year old had a 1970 top hit with a uh, uh, rose garden i beg your pardon i didn't promise you a rose garden and allegedly the arresting officer when he arrested her said i beg your pardon ma'am i never <laughs> promised you a rose garden so he used her own lyrics on her and another wow. little uh, lesson kids is uh stay away from that witchcraft harry potter stuff it makes you you know shoplift and do stuff so stay away from that of all the dvds to be caught stealing too man i mean harry potter please girl you can just go down to half price books and pick one up for like 10 bucks she's not she hurting for cash well maybe um, she can't read anyway all right folks we got to get out of here uh we want to thank wiley gustafson from wiley in the wild west the band the warner house cat and of course the lovely and the beautiful heather Ruiz. incredibly talented go to all their websites uh, there's links on our uh, webpage, and send us an email if you have questions, comments, or anything. nwconversionzone at gmail.com. Thanks so much, folks. See you next week. All right, Daryl, pour the martinis. The way you sing of kings.